Well, hello, episode four. Welcome to everyone for this week's episode of the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast, the podcast for all things coaching, leadership, people and culture with me, your host, Laura Royal of DNA Coach. This week, I am sharing how to build a super powerful self-care mindset that's not just for Saturdays and Sundays. It's about self and collective care for every single day in work and in life. This is such a well-timed episode for a number of reasons, so get your mindset ready for a self-care supercharge. Let's assemble. So this episode is so perfectly timed for a whole host of reasons. Let me share a few of them with you. Now, first of all, can you believe it's now July 2022? We have passed the exact halfway point of this calendar year. And we're already heading into that peak summer holiday time. Although I do think someone needs to report to the people in charge of the weather that it is actually summertime. And also, I don't know about anyone else, but I think I'm still getting ready for the festive period about 10 years ago. Never mind that we're halfway through 2022, considering everything that's happened in the last couple of years. I've noticed an increase in people. I don't know, maybe I'm more aware of it this summer, but more and more people are reporting they are feeling overwhelmed and stressed with work. And in particular, saying they feel tired, irritable, exhausted, fed up, overwhelmed, anxious, really ready for that summer break and better weather. Ready even for just that little something for them to bring about a change or a step forward. People are feeling their energy is being zapped instead of being supercharged, and I recognise this trajectory in me as well. Now, personally, I've been dealing with a lot of change and a lot of loss since the early part of 2021, and I'm still experiencing this right now, even up until the most recent weeks. It feels right now never-ending. Now, some of it is deeply personal, and I won't share all the ins and outs, but I have noticed the impact that that has on my personal sparkle, if you will. However, professionally, I've had some of the most busy, rewarding, exciting and uplifting months over the last 18 months, which has been a great focus for me and I've truly loved everything that I have been involved in. But I have noticed with that mindset where I'm continually in work mode that I've been trying to power through without that important recharge. And for me, it's about bringing around some of that balance once again. Maybe there's something in that for yourself. How can you be and how can I be at our best super powerful self in life and in work? This is when I turn to having a self-care mindset and a little bit of a self-assessment check-in today. And that's what I'm sharing with you in this episode. Now, for many, the phrase self-care is met with a rose eyes emoji face as we hear of people taking on activities that you might not consider to be self-care related for you. In this episode, I want you to consider how you can create your own kick-ass plan so that self-care becomes your everyday superpower, helping you feel self-fulfilled so that you can achieve your full potential and make self-care a priority every day, not just something for the weekends. So let's develop your self-care mindset and flex it like a muscle. Here today, you will learn how to deliberately practice self-care so that it becomes a second nature habit. 
I am going to share with you 12, yes, 12 super powerful self-care mindset states to consider for you and the folks around you too. Remember, this is about self-care first and collective care also. Like the safety briefing when you get on a plane to go on that summer holiday, you're advised, put your oxygen mask on before helping others. Self-care first, collective care for everyone else, second of all. I want you to embrace being restful, to enjoy a bellyful, to feel grateful and become playful and have a life less stressful, to only take on a manageable armful and hear a helpful earful, to have a life that is happyful and purposeful, to find balance in a timeful way so that your glass is full and ultimately find ways to be humorful. Okay, so yes, you heard the play on words ending in the suffix of full. Feeling fulfilled and complete and at our best takes continual self-care practice and work towards the right mindset. All 12 of the titles that you heard me mention there are taken from our self-care mindset coaching card deck that we use at DNA Coach within our training programs and as a separate resource with managers, leaders and individuals in mind to use with their teams and for themselves. Allowing for recognition and recalibration of thoughts, therefore impacting your actions and productivity both within and outside of the workplace. It's all about helping you feel fulfilled, which is why our cards end with the suffix of full. I'm sharing 12 of them with you today out of 65 that appear in the full card set deck. Now, evaluating your mindset and keeping the balance of a healthy outlook and those around us is crucial in managing stress factors and also identifying triggers to prevent unwanted negative stressors from taking hold. So let's review each topic and see which ones that you identify with and how, with each actionable question asked, you can take transformative steps to develop, engage and apply within yourself and your team's starting with being playful. Okay, the first topic, which is one that I love, I love the topic of being playful, defined as full of fun and high spirits, good-natured and good-humoured. Now, commonly mistaken as only being a childlike quality, being playful is frequently used as a creative and innovative tool in high-performing teams to seek solutions and problem-solve, as well as a relaxant known to reduce stress. This topic is in discovering how you can be more playful at work and at home and how you can find joy in what you do and how to make that applicable as a leader within your organisation settings and teams and also to be playful in your home and social nature. So the question for you to consider, think about what you can do to schedule, encourage and incorporate being playful within your workplace and your teams as well as your everyday home and social life. What does that look like for you? How can you bring about more play in everything that you do? 
Okay, let's review restful. Now, I am a person who requires healthy rest routines. My sleep time is so important to me. And I know if I'm not well rested, I am definitely not at my best. I was once described as being a grumpy little pigeon, especially if I've not had a full night's sleep. And to be honest, I probably agree with that. Now, this topic can come with connotations of being lazy, sedentary and not moving. But in being restful, it's important to highlight that it's not necessarily in being still although sleep is imperative for us all of course to be at our best but in seeking tasks and activities that help you to switch off which could for example be in reducing your screen time your social media scrolling or it could be in climbing mountains having a glass of wine having a peppermint tea taking a day of rest enjoying time with friends having a spa day, a bubble bath, or for others, it could be spending quality time with family and friends, eating out, eating well, exercising, or perhaps for you, it's in learning something new. Defining restful is bespoke to each of us and can also be about finding rest amongst our busy lives, but also in being able to help ourselves to unwind and be restful of mind. Now, this could be as simple as taking a seat having some quiet time, reading a book or a newspaper, or even cuddling the kids, cuddling the dog, or cuddling your partner. Finding what works for you could be in analysing what a restful day or evening could look like. For example, learning to say no and creating healthy boundaries to carve opportunities of time for yourself to discover what being restful is like for you. So the question I ask How can you incorporate good rest periods into your lifestyle? Okay, next up is grateful. One of the most powerful things that you can do is to demonstrate an attitude of gratitude and in having a sense of gratefulness for everything around us. I like to call it our vitamin G, our vitamin gratitude, like a vitamin that you would have daily. Now, I heard that wonderful phrase from the world and the work of Liggy Webb, who is the author of a book, Thank You. I saw one of her keynote speeches, perhaps around 2014, about having a daily dose of vitamin G, and it's stuck with me since then. It's in being grateful for, you know, the big things, for your health, for your family, your home, but also for the simple things which can be the most effective, such as everyday human kindness, like when someone helps us by opening a door or a work colleague that may help us with a small activity. Finding joy and gratitude and being grateful and recognising and cultivating this within your teams and in your home life is in thanking people for their value, the effort and the results and the joy that they bring to you, your organisation, your home, which in turn builds and cements confidence and trust. So ask yourself the question, what about your life and career do you appreciate and what are you grateful for? Let's now consider less stressful, exactly as it says on the tin, how to be less stressed. Now, being less stressed is in recognising our triggers and in seeking solutions to them. The barometer here is individual to each of us and can be as broad as it is unique. For example, the time to complete a particular project could be in the planning, 
and seeking the support of other team members to break down the workload and to cohesively manage the roles within to reach a solution with less stress on an individual. So ask yourself, what can you do to minimise the impact of stress triggers upon yourself and your teams in the workplace? And what stress solutions can you find to alleviate them? Okay, let's now look at one that has a dual or perhaps more meanings. We're talking about an earful. Think about the earfuls that you've had in your life or the own earful that we give ourselves. This could include our own self-talk and what we are talking to ourselves about and how we listen to ourselves or when we've had an earful of what others might be saying to us. So note down for yourself, are you having or giving yourself a positive earful? Who are you listening to in your life and who is influencing you for the good and for the bad? And how can you manage that better? Okay, here is another with one of those dual meanings. We are going to talk about armful, the amount that your arms can hold. So how much should you be taking on and how much can your arms genuinely hold? Now, the answer lies in recognising when we say yes to too many things, especially within the workplace or even socially, which can lead to stress and burnout. Now, many resources are stretched due to COVID-19 and the changing landscape of work and time and all with too much to juggle. Now, putting yourself at risk, therefore, of feeling weighted down and unable to achieve what you want to achieve or tipping the balance completely of being able to successfully manage whatever it is that you've been given. So ask yourself what will allow you to manage a healthy armful and what will help to lift the burden of too many responsibilities. Next up, it's about being purposeful, having that definite purpose in view about being intentional and determined. So the importance here is recognition of what you do that helps you to define your purpose in life. Consider Why is what you do important? Why do you do what you do? What are your driving forces? What drives you to get up of a morning? And why does it influence you, your friends and your family? And how, of course, as well. So ask yourself, what can you do to start or continue living a purposeful life? Okay, next up is bellyful, another one of these with a dual meaning. So it can mean as much as one wants to or can eat or as much as or more than one person can tolerate in terms of having a bellyful of something. So let's think about that in a little bit more detail. So I don't always pay attention to healthy eating habits. I'm going to be brutally honest about that. And I certainly should do more of what I do consider though to be really important is I always work toward having three square meals a day. It's not about perfection for me, that can be quite unrealistic, but it's about putting in healthy and continued practices into place to create that nutritionally balanced approach to the food and the drink that we consume. Understanding it plays a huge role in how we feel mentally as well as the impact on our physicality. The secondary way of viewing belly full is in terms of what you've had enough of, be it personal or professional, and in making the connection and change when it isn't serving you or it's not being helpful. So the question to consider, what have you had a belly full of recently and what are you doing to free yourself from this? 
Okay, next up, it is Glassful, which is a barometer of optimism and pessimism linked closely to resilience. This particular aspect of a self-care mindset is about optimism and in taking a healthy outlook rather than a toxic positivity viewpoint and noticing when we are looking at the situation, is it with a glass half full mindset even if we are faced with a challenge or a setback. So a question to consider is, how can you overcome unproductive, pessimistic, unhealthy and glass half full thoughts? Okay, now it's time for timeful can be defined as being seasonable, timely, sufficiently early, consisting of and occupying time at a particular moment in time. So being timeful is in openly analysing how much that you're taking on in order to make meaningful changes for the benefit of ourselves and our needs. Take a look at your diary, paper-based or online, your calendar as well. Do you have consistent back-to-back meetings? And is your schedule preventing you from at least taking a break using the toilet or even having a cup of tea or coffee? Has time been overloaded and could you be better organising your own time so that you can enjoy being perhaps in nature, for example? Could you set some healthy boundaries with others about what you would like to do and what you can realistically achieve? So a few questions for you to consider. How effectively are you managing your time? And are you making time for you, for your friends and your family and importantly to do so in having a rest or perhaps to go on holiday? Next up it's being happy full. This is the quality, fulfilment or state of being happy. Happy full is all about being able to recognise our happy states and our happy emotions so you can spend more time doing the pleasurable things that make you happy in life and in work. Now it's not about fake happiness and fake smiles but actually it's where you can intentionally seek that internal as well as external happiness which links to our sense of contentment, comfort and joy within. So some questions for you to consider. What can you do to make sense of an unhappy situation and to make peace with it? And what would your definition of happy be? And how does that make you feel fulfilled? And here we are at number 12, humourful. It's about having a humorous temperament or disposition. Now, being humourful is in seeking the things that you find fun and laughing at the lighthearted stuff or the embarrassing why me moments from the ridiculous to the clumsy. Now, I am definitely described as a latter clumsy. I, at the start of lockdown number one, because there's been that many, we give them numbers. I broke one ankle. I think I was a week into lockdown one. And then five weeks later, I broke a second ankle. So I know all well about being clumsy. So it's in trying not to take things too seriously and to create normality where thoughts can become flexible and attitudes can become adaptable. So a couple of questions. Laughter for me is super important in life and I would love that to be the case for you as well. So what opportunities are there for laughter and humour in your everyday life? What humour can you bring to situations and events that you're facing and can humour bring something to those people that are around you. Good food for thought, I'm sure. So there we have it. All 12 of the super powerful self-care areas that I asked you to consider earlier on for yourself 
and that collective care practice for those around you as well. Remember, I want you to embrace being restful, to enjoy a helpful bellyful, to feel grateful and become playful, have a life less stressful, only take on a manageable armful, hear that helpful earful, to have a life that's happyful and purposeful, to find balance in a timeful way so that your glass is full and ultimately find ways to be humorful. Now, in this week's toolkit for subscribers, I am sending you our June bumper edition of our monthly Engage Mini magazine that gives you a little bit more detail on the topic shared today and also some other things to consider about workplace stress factors as well. If you'd like to subscribe to our Engage monthly mini magazine, you can do so at www.dnacoach.co.uk forward slash subscribe. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, then head over to www.dnacoach.co.uk forward slash podcast. And then you'll always have these extra resources sent to you every single week. Now, as well as the publication of the Engage Mini magazine this week, I'll also send you our Reflective Journal Toolkit as well. Now, if you'd like to purchase our self-care mindset coaching card deck or one of the other two decks, we have Resilient Mindset and also Team Mindset, head on over to www.dnacoach.co.uk forward slash coaching cards to find out all the lovely information. Also on our website, you can download examples of some of the card decks as well if you want to try them out for yourself. You are more than welcome. Head on over to the website. You'll find all of our lovely details under the resources and toolkits section. Now, there is, of course, a way to win all three of these coaching card decks. Let me tell you how. To be in with a chance of winning all three coaching card sets and also a fabulous tote bag, a coaching journal and a coaching mug, all sent to you directly from DNA Coach HQ, then please do three things. First of all, subscribe to the podcast, dnacoach.co.uk forward slash podcast. Second of all, please follow us on your favourite podcast site. So Apple Podcasts or Spotify, give us a follow there. And of course, if you'd like to give us a review, that would be wonderful. And please download at least one episode that boosts our ratings, of course. And then thirdly, please share the podcast on your social media channels. The three that we would love to share on is LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. The competition closes in a couple of weeks' time uh, on Sunday the 24th of July with the winner announced on Monday the 25th of July's episode. So listen out for that coming your way. As always, thank you so, so much for listening to today's Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast, the podcast for all things coaching, leadership, people and culture with me, your host, Laura Royal from DNA Coach. Next week, we have a lovely and exciting topic to guide you through that half year review for yourself personally and professionally and watch out for some even more exciting episodes coming up after that. If you are going on holiday between now and when you tune in next, please have that very restful and playful time filled with humour and all of the lovely things that we've been speaking about today. Make sure that that opportunity is yours. Grab it with both hands. Have a lovely time. Until we hear from you next, please let us know if there's anything you would like to hear on the podcast. We'd love you to share that with us. Drop us an email to hello at dnacoach.co.uk. I've been Laura Royal. Take care, everyone, and bye-bye for now.